Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go, let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. We're a body, and we call that a body block. Take the fourth week off, and then start again. Choose a new body block each month. Have fun. Avoid burnout. Reach your goals. But you're not going to quit on yourself today. You win? Start a body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Are you ready? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down! Hey, Ministry, how you doing? It's myself, the 1AJ, Anthony Jordan. Double V, the Viceroy, very similitude, me too, Nicola Rose. Shout out to my Nicoholics. <laughs> just, I was just thinking, especially for this one, they won't feel it too much on um, movie Matt Rushmore. But I think for, for, for this one, I'm going to be kicking off with, it's me, it's me, the one they call Anthony. I think it just has that ring to it. <laughs> I nearly dropped it and I was like, ah, I already started off in my normal flow. It's me. <laughs> very good. <laughs> Yeah. So here we go. We will be talking Kofi in the world wrestling. Roman Reigns versus KO. Where is the WWE Royal Rumble hype? The WWE India show announced. WWE WrestleMania 24 removed from network. Uh, Vince McMahon wants more romance stories <laughs> moving forward. Top WWE star leaving this month. Nikki Bella wants WWE creative role. And just because it's going to be slightly tied into what we're going to talk about, Ryback calls Paul Heyman a piece of shit. <laughs> I, don't I, I don't know. I don't know. So what? Let's let's acknowledge, and I'm not saying this is any way linked because I think people had a very bitter taste in their mouth. The raw rating dropped, but that Shock was also, <laughs> you know what it is. I think Legends Week kind of kind of brought some interest, and some people might have been like, "Oh my gosh," because we also had a killer main event last week. However, we also had Bill Goldberg and the world really wasn't that interested. Mm-hmm. But another thing that happened, and I think it really hurt viewers viewership differently, was this was the first in a few people that's come out and in the world of wrestling saw the note that Drew McIntyre had tested positive for COVID-19. So as Nick has says, the only good thing, I would say one of the only good things, even though the Hurt Business aren't what they were two months ago. Um, they're still on titles, so I'm not complaining. I still love them to bits. But people would have just lost that hint of interest. And, you know, we, we I think they, we, you could talk about panic buying. We had p- panic placement of Mr. Paul Levesque to be like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah you're wrestling tonight. <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> you, did, I'm the you, did catch, you did catch that the the Triple H Randy storyline was a mirror image of what Drew and Goldberg would have done. All about respect. It, but this, do you know, this is where the issue kicks off again. I, I, I did we? Please tell me I said this on podcast last week and not on um, pre-record. The pre, just before pressing the record button is that he had. The ultimate disrespectful get in Randy Orton of the legends. So yeah, so here we are, and that's that's that. So really, what Triple H done is where everyone went. Well, that's the story that made sense. Whereas the guy who was 
literally brought out legends to thank them for all that they had done. The guy who was posing with Hulk Hogan is now disrespectful. Yeah, there's booking for you. Like, you could have done anything. You could have... I think had Goldberg... Especially if that promo wasn't cut. And I know Goldberg... Anyway, I I don't want to throw too much hate on Goldberg because I don't know the guy personally, but I've always thought he's a I know, I've never been a big fan. Never been a big fan. But what I'm getting at is, maybe he could have been like, you've shown a lot of respect to the legends, but do you think you can hang with the legends? Drew McIntyre, you're next. Now, in that in itself, still could stupid. have... Come again? Still stupid. It's still stupid, but it's the way they're booking it. It's what We can't avoid what the contract is, and maybe his contract is, knowing who he is, and I don't know why they signed it to that. It could be that they were so... No, it couldn't have been. Do you know when Goldberg beat Brock, there was a lot. When he beat Brock and left Brock and he was hanging it up, I don't know, do you remember Stephanie coming out and being like, it was a good one and hopefully we'll see you again? And it was actual genuine fan reaction because it was like, you know what, Bill? People actually thought he'd done well, if you would, yeah? And it was like, oh, man. If only, and with that came this stupid, you know, in the heat of the moment. I think that was a very heat of the moment contract signing that it was like, yeah, come back every couple of years. They'll love you, you know, twice a year, Bill. It won't hurt. It will. And no one wants to see it. And I just think that in that, you know, being Mr. Ego that I've been very aware that he is with very, 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 very limited skill set, I think expands to entrance and even that he's botched um yeah we he, he's going to be in a top title peer top tier match and i still think it should have been randy but they've obviously got this long form with the fiend and that's where he's now t- like thrown into a title match which is really it's stupid mini goldberg randy i would have been interested in if it was to see randy beat him another legend bites the dust but you know what even it would have been, I mean, the thing is, it could go both ways. He could win. Randy can win. And we're like, yep, he is truly the legend killer. The legend killer's back. Like even Goldberg fell. But then there's also that other one, even like when um, Brock took the pounding from him and we thought he was, got, well, Brock got the receipt actually, but it, it could even be like, hmm, not so much of a legend killer, but it doesn't damage Randy, but it gives everyone a hope that, you know what? The, some of the legends have still got it. It does balance both they ways. Don't know. They just don't. Triple H being the youngest of all of them, Leon said it in the group. He couldn't even spit the water anymore. It was oh, I, I, I saw WWE post their video. I didn't see a problem. Only, I, I was like, what, what, what do you mean he can't spit? Uh, I, it looked like he's entered. I don't know if the camera angle was different. It was like, yeah, it pissed it off. But what I saw from WWE.com, I was like, well, Insta, I was like, that looks like his entrance. But without having seen Raw this week, I'm just playing catch-up. I've I've done back-to-back Dynamite. I haven't seen... Do you know the thing that really annoys me? Again, this is something that Leon brought up in the group. We were just alluding to it off-air before we hit record with regards to movesets and the role of the modern-day commentator. They don't build anything anymore. And I said on the group, and I maintain this, the best ever, better than JR, better than The King, better than Taz, better than Paul Heyman, the best person ever that I have heard on commentary for building someone up, for selling a move, for selling an entrance, and most importantly, giving you context for what you're watching 
Tony Schiavone. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I have to pause. I listened to every word that you heard, but I heard my dad say, oh, God. And I was like, what's the matter? And I could see him peeking through my screen. He saw your ray mask and he's like, I don't believe this. <laughs> he's, just got, he's just got the laughter going on. Yes, Nico is in a second ray mask this week, people. And my dad has just acknowledged it. Like, wow, okay. <laughs> Why am I in a Ray Mysterio mask? Because he is the goat. He's a. He's the goat. <laughs> He's my goat. You can't be a greatest of all time, can you? Uh, it's weird, but He's my goat. Well, fair enough. In that I can respect. Um Shivani could sell something. Let's be real. A scorpion death drop is an inverted DDT. He could sell <laughs> that like it was earth shattering. A jackknife power bomb, especially in the modern day, even a power bomb, is not really a finisher unless you're Keith Lee. You know, yeah, yeah, I get you. I get you. The blue thunderbomb. They don't really finish matches. Back in the day, the jackknife power bomb was so terrifying that it was there was a whole thing around it being illegal. You know, they sold the danger of these moves. And honestly, put yourself into context here. If you're a new viewer to wrestling, you've heard this fan viewer that all the legends are coming back, and then. You tune in. It's, oh, Goldberg. No, 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 no. I've heard of these guys. Cool. I'll tune in next week. If you were to tune in this week on Monday Night Raw and you just see Triple H coming out with no context, no explanation, all you're thinking is WWE have made God of War. This looks like Kratos. Legit. There was no context to him being there. And that yeah, it's a creative thing, but the commentators aren't pulling their weight, mate. And that's a weekly occurrence now. So, can, it, what I will say, I I think you will say Shivani because you were that WCW guy. I honestly believe that the best two have touched the mic would be Jim Ross. When you come to, you see the problem when, again, shout out to Leon on this one, like brings up King and stuff like that. You can't because King was colour. He wasn't play by play. If you look at the, the backstory, J- J- Jim Ross does it now, but it's it's weird because it, because of him and Shivani Bond and it's so play they they, they call play by play these guys are play by play on dynamite which is cool i don't have a problem with it they Love all it. kind of leave a bit of element behind them another one that i would give huge props to huge props was joey styles of ecw because he'd done it all alone he would call match for match on his own call the thing build the hype as a single man doing that that was awesome. I, I, I can't comment on that as I didn't listen. I've, to I've only seen a few, but it, it was something he brought up to when he like quit um, on a you know storyline quit. He was like, I think they called some. I think it's when they brought back Jr. He was like, I used to call every match, and it's true. He it sounds weird because he wasn't bouncing off of anyone, but he could call it. What is stupid now is. WWE, especially well, Raw, should I say, doesn't have anyone. Samoa Joe is awesome, but the other two just don't invest. I'm not invested in. SmackDown has, I, and I think it also helps in the story. Graves is great, but Graves is still guilty of what I'm saying right now. But Cole, Cole wouldn't be. 
And that's where it's different, right? Mm-hmm. I think had Raw, this week's Raw, had Michael Cole there, someone who has the knowledge, someone who knows how to tell that backstory, because Michael Cole does it well. What's good with Graves and Cole? is my, This is why I think they should be separated, even though they've got great chemistry. Graves can do play-by-play, but he can also do the colour, right? R- Raw is... Context, though. This Have is the end? beginning that's missing. Neither of them are good at context. That's Who? The no, Cole, Cole is awesome at context. Cole could give you context for days, mate. He's a catalogue. Listen to SmackDown the last few weeks. The words that have come out of his mouth are literally like, I don't know why this is happening. And it's like, well, if you don't know Michael Cole, believe me, I'm not going to know. You are that... supposed to be my gateway into what's happening in the ring. Mm. This is where I think they might be trying to sell too much surprise. But I think with that, and like especially if it was Triple H, he would give you such a story. Uh, the, 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 the Raw commentary team, just it, and I'm not hating on them too much. As much well, I am. Samoa Joe's awesome. He will give you both. Like Graves, he is the counter to Graves. The only thing about Joe is I'm like, Joe, just get back in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> That's what hurts me with Joe. I'm like, if this is your future, I love it. But I really would like to see you get back in the ring. I heard it was an injury. Please go back to where we want to see you. But that is, you know, that is the problem, and it fades. But, yeah, where were we now? I kind of lost the train of where we were. The commentary is there. But we need that. Like, WWE's ratings were low, but, yeah, COVID is the issue here. And Drew McIntyre, you know, acknowledged that he's there. And he was one of many. But I think what WWE done is they finally acknowledged COVID-19, and they took it on a very serious note. You know, you've gone out with your champ above all other people, and he said it. You know, and what I think is really conscious with that is he is the one that people will listen to. Like, for instance, and I'm not going there, but if it was, you know, a heel member of like Retribution who no one's watching, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to listen to the guy who's been jobbed out every week. No, we're looking at the dominant champ. You know, it's it's good that they finally fucking acknowledged it. But again, even the placement of the message in the show was weird. Why did they not open the show with that? Do you know what it, it should have been? It could have just been a simple video package, then start the show. Literally. Yeah, it, it, it was a weird one. It was a weird one. But I think... Do you know what it is? I think their other counter, which was desperate measures and it didn't really work, was... Yeah, last week we done good on... on um, numbers with the legends let's bring triple h in like no, <laughs> if they see triple h open the show they know where we're going with it and mm. it, it i mean it didn't work for them but while we're talking of this covid and yes many people have been you know wwe finally acknowledged it and it, it changed the landscape of raw i don't even know what raw was meant to be had everyone been there right what i found quite disturbing on an AEW front but in the same breath i'm like it all depends when the results came out Last week, Matt Jackson revealed he had COVID. This week, Jericho revealed that he had it back in September. And these guys were on TV throughout. Um, it's weird because everyone's like, well, that's irresponsible. How could he be there every week? Well, let's just say for argument's sake, he felt like shit all of September. Or he was tested positive last week of September. You can't really stop it. But they were, I think, I haven't seen a week without Jericho. On AEW, which then does kind of come again. No, rarely, but it happens. And that's the thing. And you know, this is where I was like, hmm, hmm. Yeah, for for, for the ones who called sloppy shop, you need to be careful. I, I get where they were going with it. It is a sloppy shop. 
because that brings me on to my next point. Look how NXT is being run. With t- being tested once a week? Yeah. Here's a question, though. They're not house touring, and when are they tested? If it's day prior or whatever. Into and out of contact with hundreds of thousands of people every single day. Coming up? should be a daily fucking thing. What, what, what was that? Sorry? They are coming into and out of contact with hundreds of people in the PC or wherever it is they are. That should be a daily fucking thing. Especially with this new virus. This isn't even a fucking debate at this point. But I don't. I, I can't sort for how often they're there. But is any? I don't know if anyone they're there gets... training daily. Like therefore, they should be tested daily. The if they are, if they are, okay. Now I see where you're going with this. In that sense, that you, you're expecting them to be in the performance center daily, then yes, that would be wrong for it to be once a week. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meet body, fun workouts, and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B O D I.com. Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this Let's go, let's go. Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. We're Body, and we call that a body block. Take the fourth week off, and then start again. Choose a new body block each month. Have fun, avoid burnout. Reach your goals. But you're not going to quit on yourself today. You win? Start a body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I.com. Because you the minute- know, and that's why the stars are pissed off and I support them. I get that. I get that. But I, I, I'm also Not just of the inclination. But again, it, you say that, but I, I, we can't talk for how often anyone else is getting tested. So it, it could be just an all-round thing. I um, can only criticize the numbers that I know. I, I'm just saying, re- I mean, more than anything, while taking up this topic, is it really essential? Is part of the question, because maybe they could be helping themselves as well as others, by as much as it would hurt, and God knows what we'll talk about next week if they decided that it's deemed non-essential as a sport, but it's just a very interesting one, because as on. much whoa, as... Whoa, 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 rewind. What do you mean they could help themselves? Who's they? I'm talking is wrestling deemed essential, not the testing. That's deemed a whole different essential. fucking topic. No, but that's what no, but that's what I'm saying because then essentially everyone stays where they are. You don't do it, and then the, I'm just looking at the whole question of because what I'm showing is in both Impact hasn't actually came, come up with anyone as far as I'm concerned, unless this recent announcement is part Funny of it. They've got empty arenas. Weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coincident? It, I think not. No, no, there is. Yeah. But this is this is the thing. So I just think, it, we, yeah, the, in, in general, the the main companies, with all respect to Impact, when I say that, need to really address what they're doing because it needs to be there. And if you have got people going in and out daily, then they should be tested daily because that's just the nature of this current beast. It it, it should be. 
it should be seen there. You know, it's it's sad. It's sad. But hey, speedy recovery to Drew and everybody else currently going through that. You don't have to be a WWE superstar for me to wish you well. You don't have to be a wrestler for me to wish you well on that one. No, but I'm just hoping now that they've actually got their fucking main guy, their shining light, you know, the chosen one who's coming out and saying, hey, this thing's real. Maybe now they start to take it seriously. Finally. Because it's just been one thing after another. Like We can go back a year now. It's been every month some new level of fuckhousery. Yeah, it's a sad time. It's a sad time, man. It's a sad time. Like, right. You remember when they were told they couldn't stay home? You remember this? Oh, yeah. That point where they were like, you can't stay home unless you've got a damn good reason. You're coming to work. Some stuff I see some stuff I see is highly speculative because when that came out, I do remember that one actually. I remember I think it was uh, Sami Zayn was paternity, but I do remember there were a few guys who actually genuinely chose to stay home and it did get debunked by someone actually where they were like, No, we, we are being told if you want to stay home you can, like, they understood it. And but again the two names that ring to my head are two guys who became dad, so I don't really want to comment too much. Um, being Sammy and Roman, but I, yeah, no, yeah, no, Jordan Devlin was in the UK, that's why he can compete. I don't know, but I did hear that they were allowed to stay home if they felt the need to. That's a defender, aren't you? <laughs> no, I'm, listen, I would have been behind you on it before I heard it being debunked. I'm just calling it the way I've heard it. And even this week, I heard Kevin Nash praise it. Like, I'm just saying, but that's what I'm saying. I see, I see it as general. We need to question what people are doing. I'm not targeting WWE. I'm just, it, because we focused on it that way, I'm bringing up those topics. Whereas I just believe wrestling needs to really take it a bit more serious. What they're wrestling in general, sure. The fact that they've got people training daily and they're being tested once a week is a fucking shambles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sloppy fucking shop. Right, here we go. Vince McMahon wants more romance stories moving forward. Yeah, because this is what I want to turn into Raw. The image of Ric Flair's old man balls. Now, I am sorry to speak ill of the nature boy. He might have once upon a time been that trailblazing... Son of a bitch. Kiss stealing. Limo riding. Hip hopping around the world with honey bunnies left, right, and center. Reality check. This was before the world knew who Charlotte Flair was. Charlotte Flair is now a fully grown woman. The people Charlotte Flair is competing with is supposedly the person who Ric Flair is now tapping at his daughter's expense. I have so many places to go with this. First off, I swear we've seen this shithousery before with Al Wilson and Tory Wilson. They better not do some sort of Ric Flair has sex and then has a heart attack storyline. That would just be too much. Killing off Ric Flair and kayfabe that way. I wouldn't put it past them at this point. But I really don't want that to happen. I'd also like to bring another thing to the table here. I ain't saying she a gold digger. But homie is 41 years her senior. 41 years. That's disgusting. I don't care. I'm all for, you know, relationships a different age. Shoot me. That is disgusting. There, there is no way you can sell that to me 
or any normal, and I do emphasize the word normal human being here, I'm not mincing my words this week and not raise an eyebrow. It's disgusting. That only says one thing. Gold digger. It sends out, Leon was so on point with what he said in the on our message group here. It sends out to the, you know, they actually did a stat recently. Of the billion fucking subscribers that, you know, WWE has across all its social platforms combined, did you know that over 35% of them are now women? Young girls. Look at the message this shit is sending out. This is terrible. Terrible. You know, here's me in my relationship, right, with the missus. And we're talking about having kids and whatnot. And I would love to show if I had a daughter, especially if I had a son. But obviously, you know, I wouldn't mind showing my daughter wrestling. I am revising this line of thought right now if this is what I'm going to see. And this is just on the Ric Flair topic. Now, also correct me if I'm wrong. I swear we're just a year removed from that wedding shithousery with Bobby Lashley and Lana and Liv and the lesbian storyline, which never was, and Rusev. Like, this was just December 2019. I've still got the taste of it in my mouth. You've got that? You can throw in Mandy and Otis on that. This is a fucking company, because guess what? Hashtag McMahon no more. Or maybe as far as this storytelling goes, McMahon never happened. This is not a man who understands relationships. This is not a man who lives in the real world as far as relationships are, are concerned. This is not a man who has ever had a particularly well-formed view of the opposite sex. This is not a man who has historically presented the opposite sex in the best of light. This is a man who has always been attracted to a certain breed of female. And you know exactly what I mean by that. I'm not going to outright say it, but you know what I mean by that. And this is a man who has always tapped into the sexuality of women and who has had to have, you know, the younger generation say, hey, maybe we go from divas to female superstars just a thought the point i'm making is that mcmahon and women usually doesn't go well the other point i'm making mcmahon and subtlety motherfucker couldn't spell subtlety now mcmahon is saying that he wants more romance storylines hang on here's a weird fucking idea for you just you know off the top of my head you want more romance storylines and then you know we're talking about rick flair now, if only there was some sort of Lothario in the background whose whole thing was about seducing women. Angel Gaza! If you wanted to do romance storylines, if only there was a the Lothario. No, 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 no. We're going to go for a senior married man. What the fuck? disagree i dare you no 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 there's not much i mean when it comes to the age gap thing i it's it's quite it's sad i just find it sad but no 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 i don't actually understand what rick's doing on tv that that's my because let me break it down because as you said, if there's an age gap, there's an age gap. And specifically, Ric Flair and Jerry King Lawler tend to have their way. And I, I trust me, even The Undertaker, people were like, you 
got Michelle McCall. Like, there is these age gaps that these guys pull out, and A, it works, and it's not for me to judge. I'm just talking in actual real life, right? I'm watching Modern Family at the moment. I'm watching the guy who played... Well, I've known women who are 10 years my senior. I get the age gap thing. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. But what I'm... what I'm, This is the point I'm getting at right now is... Where is this angle going while... Maybe there was meant to be a whole tag side to it, but I just don't get where this angle's going in the sense that it looks like a single feud. Again, the COVID might have made it go where it goes. I get the... Ric Flair was Space Mountain. He thinks he's still got it. And now he's so obsessed with the women that he, he's got so blindsided, he's cost his daughter a match. I get that element to it. But where it's going, is it needed? I don't think so. Because Lacey Evans has been able to carry herself well enough in any general storyline. She could have just got into Charlotte's face without it. And More to the point, why are we booking Charlotte in singles matches? When she has just come back. No, no, no. I, I, back, this is what I'm saying. This is why I believe it has an element of the pandemic behind it because neither tag partner was in there. I don't I don't have the list of what's in there because it doesn't make sense that we saw neither of them even coming out with them. And that's where I get a bit confused because it's not like we're after a singles title here. And I'm also very disappointed in the fact that us, the Queens of Tomorrow or whatever they're called, you know, are actually the tag champs while Asuka is women's champ. And I think the feud could have worked out better with Lacey and Asuka because then it at least moves the singles title, the Queens or whatever they're called. I think it's Queens of Tomorrow have that title run. You know, it it moves on and it gives. Queens of Tomorrow is quite good. I like that. So had we had the element of Lacey and Asuka feuding, at least it would make sense because we have an issue of the women's title being on the line or we could see Lacey and Peyton. But again, I don't know if Peyton's ill. I don't know if Asuka was ill. And that meant one, no one had someone in their corner. And I'm guessing, I'm guessing Peyton may have confirmed positive because had Oscar been, you kind of get the element where a heel would be there, and probably it would have probably been Peyton to have crossed out a match as opposed to Rick, and they've made it into a. I don't know because it's cheap I, hill I, heat. I, I hear all this noise. I don't know where we're going. It, even it, then, it, it, it leaves me saying two things. Number one, I mean, you're talking about, for me, you're talking about the wrong thing here, about it's, it's another COVID related thing. Even taking COVID out of it, this just screams that they should never have split up the Iconics. That's just real. Do you know what's really funny about the split of the Iconics? I don't, it's funny because the post has been pending and it hasn't come up. I've actually even found the picture of Billy Kay's resume and headshot. She's the one who came out as the breakout star. Everyone thought Billy was going to be in trouble. And again, it goes back to that topic, which we could kind of tie in now. Ryback talks about Heyman being a piece of shit. And I have a feeling like, yeah, you got Sarah Groves because you were paired with Heyman and you didn't get the push that you wanted. But Heyman being, I, as much as he doesn't have that creative, you can see there is some input and SmackDown has been progressively better. Stars are being raised again. And Billy Kay is something that someone, not something that was, <laughs> I was going to say is something to be admired in the sense that we can see how far her character has been pushed. Whereas Peyton's in this, Lost tag team. Lacey, who was quite the independent Southern Belle, is now in this weird tag team as well, which 
Peyton, I remember, put out a post like, if I have a partner, it's only Billy Kay. And here she is, like, constantly tagging with her, and we're in a weird setup. And I did to have Ric Flair in the mix on the one Legends night, you get it because it's who he was. But now for it to be continuous, it, it I just don't get it. I know where they're going, and it's one of those where, again, I, I just you know don't... where this Ric Flair thing has just con- something else has just entered my mind, and it continues to bother me. What was mm-hmm. the big storyline Lacey had when she was feuding with Bailey for the champ? She's a strong, independent mother. And she's proud to be a mother of her beautiful daughter. What message is this sending to her daughter? Like, holy God. (sighs) Do you know, sometimes, and this is where consistency needs to be key in in all of this, because it, you know, that was the, that was the one, you know, she's, she's done time in the armed forces and she, she, you know, she serves, she knows what she's doing. She is that strong, independent character. And then it's just gone into this weird gold digger. Like, it, I, I get it could be, oh, she's using that good old Southern charm, but Ric Flair isn't influential. No, but this is what I'm saying. It's like, wh- whatever logic they're doing, it's not that Ric Flair has any backstage influence. There's nothing in it behind it to be like. And even if, what, what are we going to be like? Oh, because of your dad, you went for my dad. Now you're going to get a women's tag title shot. Yeah. Okay. It just doesn't hold weight. It doesn't hold weight. And I think they would have been better off just probably taking the ladies over to SmackDown for a bit because the SmackDown, the the tag titles is available on all shows. Hey, even if they went to NXT for a bit, who knows? But to just think, okay, they're raw superstars and just do them with the most thrown together tag team that's out there doesn't bring much. And there's this weird story that they're just, just trying to make Rick relevant in a time where with the highest respect to him. He's irrelevant. he yeah, and like for all the accolades that he's done, and you know it's it, it gets sad because you you you're now leaving on the as opposed to is Ric Flair the greatest ever to who's this old dude trying to hook up with an old woman? Our generation understands who Rick is. Generation beneath mm-hmm. us, not so much. He ain't styling and profiling anymore. That's well, just, what yeah. it, just to have the emphasis of as you said, the character from God of War going Rick Flair, and then two minutes later he's running off with a young. Yeah, yeah. Vince should not do romance storylines. No, no, no. <laughs> Few and far between golden gems and. Uh, but... Can't defend this shit, dude. I've just said few and far between. I'm actually on your side. I'm saying few and far None. between. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meet body, fun workouts and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot You will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meet Body. Fun workouts and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at Body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot None. There are none. No good ones. 
Matt and Lita hooking up during the so Hardy Boys. The when Matt and Lita got together. Not the Edge thing, no. Matt and Lita, when they first got together, when she was S.A. Rios' manager, they started to get together. He helped her out once. It built a feud between him and S.A. Rios. Then they became something. Then Team Extreme built into something. It was cool to see. That wasn't Vince. That was real life. They didn't have to put it onto TV. What you mean? I'm just saying. They didn't have to put the breakup on TV. No, that I didn't say that. I said... <laughs> I did... you play the story out, my friend. No, no, no. no. Well, that, well, I suppose if you follow... To be fair, they probably wouldn't have if it wasn't for someone who just can't seem to announce every breakup he's ever had online. <laughs> who? Matt. This is a fact. He done the same with Ashley Mazzaro. He was just all over the place, just expressing his feelings. He's, he's a vocal guy, and I'm an I'm an MFer, and I, I can say that. You know, it's it's just what it is. That's Mattitude follower for anyone who's wondering what's an MFer. Like, why do you being a motherfucker? Even, no, it's not that. It's a Mattitude follower. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I'm not saying they're good. There have been some really boring ones, but hey. The world of wrestling forever remembers Macho Man and Elizabeth. Like it's, it's they they are there. They, there are those golden moments. Triple H and Stephanie, the power trip. Like they, you know, some of these stuff have led to certain stories. Uh, even that they had to throw in the Kurt Angle kissing, uh, you know, story. It was like, but again, you're talking again. We're talking midpoint. But you know, the, the whole storyline. As much as I didn't agree with it, it started off as Tess was meant to marry Tess. Then Triple H was the one who took over. Is that too? It's again so untasteful. Yeah, but you've got to accuse me about it being back in the day. It's not because it's the attitude era, it's because it was the fucking nineties. But you've got but what I'm trying to get at is these storylines are there, but do you know what you also have to remember? Have you ever watched Days of Our Lives? Have you ever watched any no. telenovela? You probably haven't, but this is what it is. As much as people it, it's presented differently, WWE is nothing but a soap. Okay? Absolutely, it's a soap but opera. Those elements will always be thrown in there. These are the things. It's not that I agree in saying it's the greatest thing ever, but they're there. And but when you watch them... these things in, maybe don't let the Tyrannosaurus Rex write these things. Because you can tell when it's him. You really can. This just reeks of him and brother love. <sighs> As I said, there are some yes men out there. There are some wide LDs out here. Now, one thing I've always said, and people are like, no. But this is when I used to buy the magazines and I knew who I was rating. I was a big fan of Vince Russo. And I've seen the damage that he's done oh, yeah. elsewhere. Elsewhere, like WCW was never the same. Again, was it a ploy? Was he the real NWO member? <laughs> I always think Vince Bro, needs... When to- Hulk Hogan breaks kayfabe to throw shade at you, you know you done fucked up. Do you know what was a fix? That was actually part of the work. You really think that was part of the work? They've admitted it. They have admitted it. Mm. They've admitted it. I'm just... It's no point lying now for the defunct company. Oh, yeah, by the way, we were lying back then. But, um, no, I, I do have a theory, and some will disagree. I've always said it. Vince needs Vince. The two of them together had a certain magic that worked. But at the same time, you got Heyman, and I would never complain at having Heyman. Maybe well, just know they, how to been talking recently about bringing Vince Russo back, haven't they? That for me, no, 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 no. There are some stuff he used to do, and as a former used WWE to... magazine writer, 
Yeah, listen, you could only trust. Right. If someone said, oh, Heyman used to be really good, but he owned the Heyman defunct company. Is really good. Exactly. But what I'm saying is, had he. Remember, Paul Heyman was the brains of ECW, lost his company to Vince McMahon. Two years later, comes up on TV. Now, if anyone goes, oh, he used to be good, we don't know. You can only but test the water, is what I'm saying. It's like if you ever heard Eric Bischoff is coming back, everyone was like, oh, Bischoff's coming back. Oh, he used to be good. Well, let's give it a shot. Do you Easy. get what I'm saying? We used to. Yeah, but I, Vince Russo represents too much of a risk for me. Bischoff Having read him. the articles he used to read, I used to like his mindset. That's a personal thing. I can't say it works. And it wasn't under Vince Russo that we saw Katie Vick. So it just proves there are shit writers out there. He may not be good. I'm not saying he's going to change the world of wrestling. Please don't ever get me wrong on that. But there are certain things that he done and the way he used to write, I admired. That's all I'm saying. That ties nicely into someone else who's looking to get onto the creative team. Go. Well, it's in your notes. Nikki Bella. Yes, yes. Sorry, I'm just opening. I've been bouncing around after my power cut. So yeah, she wants wants to join the 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 creative team in a creative role, and she wants to. And I know I wasn't around. You know, I had my wrestling hiatus in the time that Nikki Bella was around, so I don't know enough about her to know if she's if she was a great wrestler or anything. Yada yada yada. I don't know. I know that she she was kind of holding the mounting along with AJ Lee for a while, Um, but. Yeah, her wrestling career, I'm not going to pretend I can comment on because I can't. However, when she did this interview, I believe it was on Fight for Select, and she was talking about wanting to join the WWE creative team. It was specifically to write creative stories for the women. Now, that I'm all for. Not because I think only a woman can write a woman's roles. No, it's not. Woman and a woman can write a man's roles. It goes both ways. I'm not even getting into that debate. That's not what I mean. But what she did say is, having been there herself and having been in the ring and knowing maybe better what to deliver for a woman, which there is some truth to, as she is a woman, and the fact that she was there at kind of an interesting time as it was doing that weird transition. And she feels like she's very much got her finger on the pulse at the moment in terms of what women's wrestling has turned into. And she still thinks despite, she actually said this, she thinks that the women's division in WWE is the best in the world. I agree with that, especially in NXT, especially in NXT. And she says, despite that, she still thinks it's being underserved. I agree with that. So I, I'm all this. This is based on nothing. This isn't even a Vince Russo thing. I've got nothing to go off here. She may be a fucking horrendous writer, but where her mind is at and the way she laid it out and explained that this is why I want to do it, I was like, I like this. I don't have any argument with it. I, I, how can I say it? Every logical point that you brought up is the points I was going to kind of raise. It's like, well, she's been in the industry. I always pref- I always think that your writing team needs to have someone who's been in the game, who's done the jo- the journey. She also, yeah, she's. I mean, I, I can't say she. I mean, she was involved in some storylines. Yeah, she was slightly more diva than wrestler. No, no offense to her, but she paid her dues. She broke her neck and came back. You know, she she she's. I'm not going to ever disrespect what she done. You know, someone will be like, oh, it was just because I seen it. No, there's a lot more to Nikki better than that, and. 
anyone with experience is just something to appreciate and respect. So I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. It'd be interesting. Diversity is always good. Repre- it, it just ex- it's just that extra bit of representation because it's all good to be like for us right now to be like, well, you know, maybe look, we just spent however long we did short of my power cut discussing where the ladies' angle should go. We, you know, maybe this is where they see it going now. To be a lady saying, "Well, okay, I see what you guys are saying, but maybe we do it this way because this is how a woman thinks." I'm not speaking yeah. for all women, but I am a woman. It, it's not going to hurt. The same as you know, essentially MVP being brought up, and like we now see the hurt business for him to be like saying, "Well, this is what black people might be looking for." Hey, what do you know? It worked. You know, for once we don't have guys who are just doing hip hop or, you know, or from the hood. They just happen to be a black team who, you know, very similar to evolution. That's the one I like to compare them to. They come out well dressed and they handle business. Hey, what do you know? It worked. Yeah. Go figure. You didn't have to be a militant black man to get over. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm all for this. I hope it happens. Yeah, I I'm, I I like that one. I like that one. That, that that that's cool. That's cool. All right, right. Um, what else? Top, we got? I'm gonna go from your notes here. Top WWE superstar leaving this month. Okay, I, I realize you put inverted commas. So who yeah. who is? <laughs> I, I put inverted commas top because he should be top, but he's not, which is probably why he's. This is all theoretically supposedly leaving this month. If he was Irish, he'd be called O'Shea, but he's black, so we call him Ricochet. <laughs> um, I've actually heard that he's actually signed a contract to go up to 2024, so he should be here for another three years, apparently. Yeah, I've heard this too. So I made this note at the beginning of the week. <laughs> no, 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 it's totally, fi- it's totally fine. It's it, you know, w- One thing I would always say to people, and I mean, is there a week where we don't have to shit on Meltzer? But you know, one thing you we've said it before when it was was it AJ or Miz or one of them? I can't remember one of them. And they were like, oh my god, they're leaving because their contract's up. It's called negotiations. Mm. If you are a decent commodity and you hold out, and especially when there's competition out there, you will get well, yourself. Well, this is kind thing. of the thing. I actually think that Ric Flair. Uh, sorry, Ric Flair. I've got. <laughs> I actually think that Ricochet hasn't been used properly ever in WWE, not even in NXT. I never saw that Ricochet, the MJPW versus, you know, when his fights against Will Ospreay, those legendary fights. I never saw that Ricochet at any moment. Right. Can I, can I? Least of all in the main roster. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to ask you a question. Mm. Yeah, and you just throw it out there to me, like your response. You're you are a top striker in football, right? Mm. All right, maybe, right. Let's take it a bit more realistic in the not offensively when I say that. You at the moment are a goalkeeper for a football team, or have been a goalkeeper for a football team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is going to change it completely because goalkeeper is such a different position. But let's <laughs> just say you are a goalkeeper for. Aston Villa, and I do apologise to anybody who doesn't know football on this one. Well, no, you, no, 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 I'm just saying, just between me and you at the moment, but everyone else yeah, yeah. who doesn't follow soccer is out there. You are a diehard Chelsea fan, mm. and they say, Nick, we love you there, but we'd like to put you in defence. 
Now, it's not you showing your strongest form. As I said, with a goalkeeper, it doesn't work so much. If you said center, no, be, yeah, exactly. That's why I was like, maybe we'll go back to the other one. But let's just say you're a defender and they put you center mid or whatever. Yeah, mm. they're changing your the position where you're at your strongest. You're still playing, maybe not on as often, but you're now with your dream team. What do you do? Do you stick in the position with the team that hey, it's there, or you're getting a higher paycheck and you're playing it for the really team? Depends you know. what my aspirations are. And I'll give you, and I'll give you a player who sums that up perfectly. Again, we're going with a with a football slash soccer reference here. Mm-hmm. Harry Kane, mm-hmm. and it goes with your striker model, right? Harry Kane is beyond question. Although I do not like the guy, and I think if there was ever a personification of a mouth breather, Harry Kane, um, <laughs> bro. Try and find a photo on Google where Harry Kane doesn't have his mouth open. It's something. It, it's like trying to find a needle in a haystack. He is the biggest mouth breather there is. Um, it, is it, is. <laughs> it is what it is. That man, despite what my feelings about his intelligence level are, um, <laughs> is without doubt one of the best strikers on the planet. Is he on the level of a Robert Lewandowski? No, but very few are. I, and I mean out-and-out striker. I'm not counting you Messi's I mean out-and-out traditional striker. Your Agueros, your Henri's back in the day, your Lewandowski's. Harry Kane's one of the best. Mm-hmm. Now, again, no disrespect to them. Harry Kane plays for Tottenham Hotspur, who are considered one of the top six elite teams in the UK. Sure, but to the passive football fan who don't know much about English football slash soccer... Here's a stat for you. Tottenham don't win trophies. It's kind of their thing. (laughs) Yeah. Like Harry Kane posted a photo, I think it was two Christmases ago, of all the golden boots and of all the, you know, medals he'd won for winning player of the month and for winning golden boot. I think it was an Arsenal fan who commented, and it was damn funny. He was like, where's your winner's medals at? It's like, it's true. He's got all these golden boots him for the amount of times he's won golden ball or the amount of times he's won player of the month not a single trophy or winner's medal to show for it none and harry kane's getting to 28 now you know he's entering the best years of his career so the question is still does he stick it out with tottenham and hope that you know because that's the ultimate dream isn't it it's like you don't just win it you win it with your team yeah yeah that's that's the dream or does he start listening when teams like Real Madrid come talking? <laughs> I get it. And it's like, well, I could win a trophy with Tottenham. Or I could be winning multiple trophies every year, including likely the Champions League. The creme de la creme. No, I get it. it. Depends what type of player you are. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I... Seems to be of the, I'm going to stick with my team. Now, bringing this back to Ricochet, I don't think WWE's his team. It, I've seen the tweet. I've seen the tweet. This was ages ago. I think it was once he was moved from NXT to Raw. And people were like, oh, my God, they're killing it. And he's like, I get to perform weekly in front of the crowd that I love. This has been much better company. You don't. You hardly make it onto TV. No, this was the early days. This was the early yes, days. Yes. I'm talking now. Man's but then you know what you said. We I say that we had a storyline with Retribution. 
and nothing came from it. It was like, they finished the Retribution storyline and he was off TV. Do you know what was really annoying with that one as well? Is the way he showed that he is Ricochet when he like drop kicked. He like he, he eliminated like three or four people in like a minute and just flew up the, the ramp. And I was like, this guy, like, why are we toying with the idea of making this guy who he is? Like, it's there. I get it in the moveset. And I think WWE are very limited in their moveset, which is really unfortunate. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meet body. Fun workouts and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. It's time to redefine success. Meet body. Fun workouts and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Um, I'm still, I'm a, I'm a bit of a catch up. And I, I watched Ray Phoenix, Kenny. Uh, oh. And... You know, when you see the Frank, bro, the Frankenstein is, an, again, that nip-up that you told me about where he's <laughs> not <laughs> turned into a German. What was that? Bro, like, there was so many The creativity and, you know. Now, you imagine Ricochet in that match. Bro, I get it. Listen, I get it. And these are the things. But, you know, I there was a, the, the ban list is too high on WWE, but I get it. And I've also heard it from some older generations. They're like, yeah, it's all good doing it when you can, but your body feels it. So I, I don't know if it's a bit of advice from the olders. I don't know, you know, like edge, edge of prime. No, I spent 10 years fighting, getting my ass kicked. I'm only 33 and I'm suffering from it now. Bro, I get it. Every this morning is I wake up, I've got some sort of pectoral pain from when I put my shoulder out. I've got some sort of ankle pain. I've usually got a knee pain, you know, just below where they had to fix my shattered tibia. I don't regret a single moment of it. I, I know, I know. But what I'm getting at is like, it, what, there's a ban list, which because of injuries and the public trading company they are, they have to try and pander to other people, but aside from the fans. And then there's the other side where it could just be advice from those other heads, like what you're doing is cool, but just, just turn it down a bit and you will see an extra 10 years in your career. Like, I don't know what it is, but I agree with you who he was in new Japan was an absolute wonder at a feast. <laughs> As wrestling the fans, we are very selfish. On the planet. He was the best out there. That's not even a debate. Will Ospreay was a close second, but he, he was, he was the man. He was yeah. the man. He was, and he was, he was, all he's not even in the conversation now for best high flyer on the planet. That's why I'm like, I don't think he's batting for the right team. <sighs> it's sad, it is sad, and I want to see more. I think because I saw something recently where he again he was featured on he'd done Raw Talk, he was on their Insta, and I think he's been on. Main event, which isn't... They really need to change that name because you can't have something that's not watched by anyone yet. It's called the main event. But, you know... Okay, do you want to go with the football analogy? I finally figured it out. Ricochet 
is that one of your Arsenal boys, Mesut Ozil. Never plays. In Ricochet's case, never appears. All the talent in the world, just like Ricochet, never appears or plays. Gets paid 350 grand a week. Man is collecting a paycheck. That's what Rick O'Shea is doing. <laughs> Which again, you got you know, you secure your future. Yeah, you know, but, I'm but, on him. But, <laughs> but no, as, 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 as him in yeah. matches using that raw talent he's got, I would much rather see him against people like Ray Phoenix, against Will Ospreay again, against Pac. Can you imagine a Will Ospreay bastard Pac match? Oh, oh I, I don't. Ricochet Boston Pack. Yeah, no, I get you. But do you know what? Even oh, if you broke it down. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you know, even if you broke it down in, in into different levels, you, you've got the, the nature of an unleashed Ali versus Ricochet could be awesome. You know, uh, you know, the, the potential's in there. A Ricochet Ray. <laughs> if we're talking Ray Mysterio Phoenix, let's talk Ray Mysterio. Hell, a ricochet Dominic could be something if, if booked right and used right, you know? Dominic, not appearing on TV anymore. That's another weird thing. Well, he Alistair was there. Black. Was just Where safe. the fuck is Alistair Black? Vanished into nothingness. Lana. Hang on. We were just putting Lana through a table 14 weeks in a row. Poof! Vanished. I think that's a storyline injury, if not a real one. But, like, yeah. Vanished. It, there's this weird time off that people are having as well. Um, Alexa, right in the here, height of the fiend was you know she had a couple of weeks off. It was hey, it is what it is when you when your time when your time is due, your time is due irrelevant to the storyline, but you should book it correctly. Is my my view on that one. But yeah, so Ricochet uh, to be seen. Rumors has it he was leaving. Rumors has it he signed. Rumor has it his contract's up and he's leaving at the end of this month. While we're on this, if that's true. And he is leaving. Where would you put him? I'd go back to Japan. Or I'd go to Impact. I'd go put him in AEW. You would? Fuck yeah. I've seen it. I've seen those bits. And I've seen where... You leave there, but you're not... Okay, yes, we've seen certain people there. For instance, Sean Spears. Mm. And I have a feeling he'll be get he would get caught in that mix as well, where it will be good to see him there, and he has the talent that people mm-hmm. recognise. But you just, you know, one of the things at the moment is with or without him, the card is kind of set for the next few months, right? So with him joining, it's fitting into that mix, and then it it takes that time to build in. In, in time, yeah, there's a shitload of potential opponents out there for him I just don't know if they would do it straight away whereas you take him and this is with no disrespect to anyone else when I say this but you put him in impact where there are certain names but to have someone like Ricochet will skyrocket you in there he's on that main event picture impact at the moment is amazing I'm watching it division and impact at the moment is fire Ricochet in there would do bits. Well, there you go. Just just saying the words Ricochet and X Division gets you very, very excited. <laughs> it, 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 it just rings right. Um, talking of that, I heard that Matt Strike is going to be joining their ninth team. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. You should watch gonna what's be going on on... Um... I'm getting in there. I'm, I'm getting back in the swing and I've just caught up onto my, as I said, back-to-back Dynamite. I haven't seen this week's Dynamite and... Um, yeah, I 
had the raw. I haven't I just I wanted to do it in the order, so I stopped raw and I'm just trying to take everything else in at, you know at the time. But I might be kill this tonight, yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And you know that um Moose, yeah. Moose. Who I'm hoping could be interesting because I must admit there was a time I saw him and like, he Who didn't do what... replaced. Come in. Who is um, supposed to have replaced? Alex Shelley. But he's in the main event with Rich Swan. Yeah. I mean, it makes the world of sense to me to have him there. Well, this is where I'm thinking maybe that's what with the kind of angle they're doing. Because if if you're getting an invasion, you go with your heavy hitters. But I could also see that they use the Motor City Machine Guns, which would be the top impact tag team without the title. They were the champs just before the Good Brothers came in. So, evil one can works, see, but I think... Can you see huh? Moose turning and holding up the two sweet sign? It's not impossible. Mm. It's not impossible. But I think he holds more weight being that representer, that 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 barrier. With the highest respect to Rich Swan. If I if I needed someone to back it, it wasn't the guy who competed in the cruiserweight classic. No disrespect, he's a fighting champ, but Moose is that monster. That's the muscle to say like, what you guys want to invade over here? Bring it. Moose think- is quite something, mate. He's really like I was never the biggest Moose guy, but he's really like in the last few weeks. Woof. Have you seen Genesis? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've held out. I've actually got it, and I'm getting ready to watch it because I heard that him, him and Willie Mac was all kinds of crazy. Yeah, yeah, all kinds of crazy. So. Violent, <laughs> violent match. That's what it's about. Did you watch Wrestle Kingdom yet? I've got it. I finally got it, and I'm ready to go. And I was like, uh, yeah. Kazuchika Okada. I oh. thought, you know, part of me wanted to just go straight to the main, and I'm like, no, 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 just, just give Wrestle Kingdom the respect Wrestle Kingdom deserves. So that's why I haven't done it yet. I wanted to just do the main, but I'm like, no, it's Wrestle Kingdom, man. Show some respect on this name. Jay White Kota Ibushi was also a banger. Yeah, that's that's the yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I will. Yeah, NJPW, I'm coming to you. <laughs> Come so- on. Have we got any other stories? Is that the lot? Well, do you know what? Let's just, we kind of touched on it before. Forget the Rumble hype, Roman versus KO, like watch SmackDown, it's there, we're excited. But I think it would be good to mention that I will get the name of it. Superstar Spectacle is coming. So WWE and India has really built that relationship. There's a bit, and apparently I've heard just very recently, it could be a weekly show. So, the, you know, all guns are going. It's something to look out for, so. That Who's should be interesting. This Hunter, come again. Who's meant to be the okay. creator behind this Hunter or not? I believe it could be an NXT product, but then I haven't seen the NXT logo over it. So NXT India's coming. That could be a separate show, or that could be the show that will come following the spectacle. Spectacle just sounds a bit like the Vince McMahon in Saudi Arabia type stuff, but I don't know. But I think it will be a good show. I think the long-awaited return of Jinder Mahal will be seen whether he stays in India or if he comes back, because let's be honest, he is Indian, but he's also, he's of Indian descent, but he's also Canadian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, he is also Canadian, so he has a right to want to stay on that continent. He can be wherever and he's going to shine. So it's going to be good. It's going to be interesting. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And I hope everyone else can check in. I don't know what time of the day it will be for us to see the show. But I am, I am praying that we do get a Drew Jinder feud at some point. 
it's on the cards. It's on the cards, isn't it? But then it, it, it's in the same vein as a a Brock versus Bobby, isn't it? We were all like, well, why are you holding back on us? So hopefully this this will be the one to propel India and Jinder back into people's attention and mindset. And with that, we then get to see, even if it's a mini feud, just to help pump the show. Because essentially, if you really wanted to chuck you know, have that brand get pushed further. You have Jinder Mahal from that brand come up and show that he can hang with Drew McIntyre. Hmm. It spells itself out. Quick question, since you just brought Brock and Bobby up. I don't think I've ever asked you this. If we were to finally get that match, how would you book it? Um, Brock would go over, I reckon, because of what it is. I think you'd have to do a series because I think you'd need your traditional wrestling match, but you'd also need some form of cage match. It would have to be their unofficial UFC match, you know, or MMA match. It can't be called UFC, but it, I would have that series and then a decider, God knows how to do it, probably a last man standing or some brutal shit. Mm. Um, honestly, back in the day, I would have gone Brock all over. The hurt business in me doesn't allow me to be so clean cut anymore. Essentially, the t-shirt I own is the Bobby Lashley t-shirt out of all of them. So how would you book it? What? Who would I see to go over in in the final series? Mm-hmm. Logic determines Brock Lesnar. Of course. Long-form star-making would say Bobby. And I don't think... On the MMA front, Brock would be like, no, 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 we're going to do this. Whoever wins, wins. In terms of further storytelling and elevating and pushing, Bobby would be in the ring a lot longer. So I don't see Brock having a problem with him being the overall winner. But I think in MMA, Brock would be like, you can't script this. One of us is walking out alive. (laughs) That is what it is. Story form, I I would say Bobby Lashley, just because he is more present on TV. How would you go? Very similar, I think. I would probably have to do, you know, a, a, a series of three matches. I think very similar to what you would do. There'd have to be a cage involved. I love that angle. Um, I think Brock would take it overall. I, I just, I can't bat against Brock. But I think the way in which it would be done would be he's been pushed further than he ever has. Like Brock, yeah, can, barely yeah. walk, Brock can barely walk type thing. Him yeah. winning still puts Bobby over. Yeah, which is also cool because, you know, a heel Brock going through that gives you a monstrous Bobby Lashley coming back the next night on Raw. Like, guys, I tried, but he is Brock Lesnar. But you know what? Yeah. I'm still here. You know, it, easily, no titles involved. Do that. He comes up to go and stare the champ down. Everyone will be like, yeah, yeah. And then we've got a decent Bobby Lashley title run following that. I don't even think, I think I would actually book it without a title because it leads to a solid champ after. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I mean, Lashley has got to hold a universal title one day. It has to happen. We need it. We need it. And what I think furthermore is when Bobby Lashley was champ before, I think it was ECW champ. I don't even remember him holding world title. I don't think he did hold the world title. No, but it just ECW, you're quite right. Yeah. And it just didn't, it just didn't go over. He just wasn't that guy. But the way he's booked now is the Bobby Lashley that everyone wanted. You know, I remember the first night I saw Bobby Lashley and Brock had just left, and I was like, "This is Black Brock." Like, <laughs> it's like for me, it's just the same build. It, these guys have muscles upon muscles, you know, and it's like they can throw. Like, 
give us this throwdown, please. Give us this throwdown. It'll happen one day, but that's a good note to end on. Indeed, indeed. Vince, whoever, because I know there's someone listening to this ministry in WWE Towers. Don't deny it, guys. It's, it's, it's too blatant now. It's too blatant. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it is okay folks right thank you so much for joining us it's been it's been a fun one power cuts and all you may not hear this um hey run but hey we, we we made the show happen all the same but okay um thank you so much do check out the ministry of wrestling on facebook and instagram mow news on twitter and of course each and every saturday the ministry is here on all your favorite podcast platforms nico what else are the silver screen dudes up to sir the Silver Screen Dudes also run the Movie Mount Rushmore podcast. This is our weekly movie show, which appears every single Sunday. Oh, sorry. Uh, as every single Sunday on all the same podcast platforms that the uh, Ministry of Wrestling is on. So that is Spreaker, iTunes, Deezer, Podchaser, like we're everywhere. <laughs> if you're listening to us now, you'll find the Movie Mount Rushmore there. What is the Movie Mount Rushmore? Really simple. It's a top 10 show. We do a separate 10 show. AJ and I then argue and we decide who gets, who makes it onto the uh, eventual Rushmore, the four quintessential diverse must-see movies of that week's topic. This week, movies about magic. It's been interesting. It's been fun. So, hey, you know, I am for a couple of films I finally get to caught up to, catch up to, should I say. Revisited a film that I think needed my to revisit it. So, hey, it's been good. <laughs> so check it out guys if you want to know what made the list Ala Jericho they just made the list but guys until next week <laughs> I am the one AJ Anthony Jordan and uh, since you're bringing up Jericho references here's mine shout out to my Nicoholics <laughs> and probably the Viceroy of Verisimilitude Nico Luro. okay guys see ya. see ya you will fail so what everybody does it's time to redefine success Meet body, fun workouts, and a week off. Healthy eating and indulgence. Liking yourself no matter what. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.